everybody. This is John Tatey welcoming you back to Pop Mom, the podcast where culture is relative. Yes, it's time again for my mom, Bonnie Tatey, to share her view of pop culture, small town life, and the riddles of human nature. On this episode, Mom reviews the Mexican game show Escapade Perfecto. Let's bring Mom in now. Hi, Mom. Hi, Johnny. How are you? I'm pretty good. Got my column out right before we uh, recorded this podcast, so that's good. Yeah. My uh, weekly football column called Doink O Rama. Listeners, you can subscribe to it at ological.net. Go do that right now, then come back and listen to the rest of the podcast. Yes. Um, and, and let me say, even if yeah. you're not a football fan, that you will get a lot out of this. It's very funny. Um, <laughs> well, it is, and I you'll know. and you'll enjoy it. Uh, and this week had two very tricky sentences in them that I think uh, are are very complex, good sentences. Oh, okay. So this week's column is especially poorly written, according to Mom. <laughs> so thanks, Mom. <laughs> no, it's very well written. It's always very well written. Except for a couple times. Um, I'll take it. Um, now, Mom, we have some unfinished business to attend to before we get into your okay. week, uh, which is that uh, we promised the listeners a ranch dressing recipe. Yes. Uh, you have asked Leah H., who sent you a ranch dressing kit along with uh, her husband's recipe for ranch dressing. You've tried it. You say it's delicious. Honest to God, talking about it, my mouth is watering just thinking <laughs> about this homemade ranch dressing. Um, people want the recipe uh, because we did say we'd check into whether you can share it, and you can, right? I can. I okay. did check, and I and she said, now she said people are going to object and say this is not real ranch dressing, and uh -oh. to those, yeah, yeah. So there's going to be some controversy. See controversy, mm -hmm. but I want to just tell you, I don't care. Okay, now does this recipe have a name like uh, Oklahoma yes. Slims? Okay, go ahead. What is it? Nope. It's called Nats Ranch Dressing. Nats. Okay. All right, take it away. Nats Ranch okay. Dressing Recipe. Okay. First, let me begin by saying that Leah says, We hope you enjoyed this rendition from Nats Trial and Error. He's used a lot of different kinds of mayo and finds Dukes to be the best. Yay, Dukes. Okay, Dukes. And if you can't get that in your area, I don't know, just pick up some crappy Hellman's, I guess. <laughs> well, okay, here it is. One half cup Dukes mayonnaise. Okay. One quarter cup milk. She felt 2% was the best. Okay. A half to three quarter teaspoons garlic salt. Okay. One and a half teaspoons dill. Mmm. And a quarter to a teaspoon of fresh milled pepper. Okay. And that's it. Mix it all up. Let it sit for a little bit. And just bring out the crudite that nobody ever eats. And... <sighs> Have a party all by yourself. This stuff is delicious. And what did you actually uh, dip in it? Carrot sticks? A uh, salad. I ate salad for. Oh, you put it on a salad. Nice. Yeah. That's why it's called dressing. Yeah, because they never use it for anything else. Right? 
<laughs> well, you can dip carrot sticks in. And also, oh, funny! What a great idea! I've never occurred to me. <laughs> and also, Daddy got a little helped on it. Yeah, I bet. Um, no buttermilk in this recipe. I can't help no, noticing. No, no. That's what this no whole conversation started with. As I guess this is the controversy, right? Well, this is right. That's right. That's okay. the controversy. And I, uh, also, I just want to say that um, when we got the kit, the ingredients all came in a foil. They were the spices were in a foil packet. So they're not there. They weren't things that have been sitting on your grocer's shelf for months and months and months. They were they were very vibrant and fresh. They weren't fresh they were dried but they were fresh mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, <laughs> I have no idea what that means but i know that's all right okay. i'm sure if if you use duke's mayonnaise you could probably put dog food in there and it would taste delicious <laughs> all right that's oklahoma nats ranch dressing recipe try it at home tell us what you think Popmom at ological.net. You know the email. Mom, aside from eating ranch dressing, um, what did you do this week? What's going on uh, in your neck of the woods? Well, I did go to the dentist. I'm going to have an implant put in my mouth. Mm. Um, and I had to go and have... I feel like you go to the dentist every week. We're always talking about the <laughs> dentist. <laughs> well, I had to go and get impressions me. <laughs> Okay. There's a whole process to this implant thing. So I went, and it's really nice for, for me to walk into the dentist because I had a lot of dental work done as a child with no Novocaine. You know, it was always a crapshoot. Was he going to give it to you? Usually never did. Mm -hmm. uh, so I've had a lot of painful stuff, and I really... Uh, I don't enjoy going to the dentist. and I know, but, but for was, someone who hates it, I feel like you're just going all the time. It's like know, every but, time you go to the supermarket, you stop by the dentist to have them gouge <laughs> and prod at you a little bit. Well, you have to keep your teeth. You have to keep your teeth in good shape because it, it aids in digestion and all that stuff. So you do have to take good care of them. It aids in digestion as far as the chewing, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Teeth are good for that. So you have to have good chompers in there to, to take care of that. Yeah. And you should anyway. I mean, you should take care of your teeth anyway. Yeah, they're the only Although, teeth you got. Unless well, you get some implants like you. I have some. I have an implant already. But, um, and when I got my implant, you know, I said, "Could we just put a let's put a bright white one in there?" I like to say things like that because my dentist is just shocked by that. You know. Oh no, we couldn't ever do that. That would that would really stand out. Blah 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 blah. And I think how much he cares about my teeth. Um, it's kind of cute. But anyway, I went to have my impressions made, and I saw uh -huh. the girl that is not the good water girl, not the good um, sucker. <laughs> now, do you know who I'm talking about? The girl that's <laughs> the girl who does the good sucking down at the dentist office. No, mom, can't say no, I've she... heard tell of that. But I no, uh... no, Woo! she does not. She does not do the good sucking. She does not. She's oh. not. She doesn't get in the corners and whatever. So and plus, she always seems to squirt. My glasses are always. 
she's just she's not my favorite um, dentist assistant. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, but she's very sweet. She's, you know, I'm getting impressions. It's not like she's doing something major. So mm-hmm. she's chit-chatting to me, chit-chatting to me. She's leaning very close to me. Uh, she has two masks on, so um, I'm okay with that. But okay. she okay. leans in closer to me. And as she's checking to see if the material has firmed up she says to me i hear her saying to her okay okay that looks good oh she said oh that's a good girl (laughs) and i almost burst out crying because i can't remember (laughs) the last time somebody said something so soft and i don't know it just really hit me wow what an experience yeah nobody cares for you the mom that way right right and i i i i was really i couldn't even analyze it because i was just so (laughs) i thought i was gonna cry and i was trying to pull myself back together again because you know she doesn't i don't know a weird thing to say, though. I guess so. Yeah. But, you know, we've known each other for 30 years. and mm, Okay. It was just a very weird, sweet thing. Yeah, I like that. I like. I, uh, I think it's cute how heartwarming it is. She must... It's, it seems like a strange thing to say to an adult, uh, obviously. She must work on kids all day and just... I guess my question is, do you think she said it just without thinking and was, you know, you had her sort of muttering along? What do you think? I don't know, because, you know, I'm not sure if it matters how she offered it as much as it matters how I received it. Yeah. And just. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, as my child, you must there must be things I say at times that either irritate you or comfort mm-hmm. you that yeah. you've heard a million times. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, of course I'm always happy to hear your voice and, uh, and all that. But my example that I'm going to give you is a, a negative one, but I think one. Oh, is this, understand. Is this what- is this about your head? Your your head? If you had a half a brain? No, no. Okay. Although that's a classic. That's a classic moment that I think I've shared but on the podcast warm. before. No, this is you being warm, and this is um, you know when I was uh, in grade school, uh, you would my room had a vent in it that <laughs> went through to the floor before, so you would just come into the room underneath my bedroom, and I could hear you through the vent, uh, the vent. And you'd say, Johnny, time to wake up. (laughs) Now, you know how like the sound of an alarm clock that you hear for years just becomes like the worst. Oh, it just makes your stomach turn when you hear that sound. (laughs) Well, I'll ask my sweet mother gently and warmly getting me up for the morning (laughs) became that. 
like that even saying that phrase just makes me like start to sweat and feel queasy the way you do when you're just exhausted and so that's my again i feel bad because it's a it's a negative association but also b it's you being really nice and not you know it's not an eh, 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 alarm clock and it's not you kicking the door open and saying hey get up you know it's it's, it was as gentle and kind as possible but oh it's just like nails on a chalkboard to me isn't that funny yeah so and i have to say it isn't reminiscent of my mother because she was not <laughs> yeah. she was not sweet like that with me anyway. Well, that's and just it, isn't it? I just don't know why it hit me like that. Well, this is a. I think that's it. I think that's I always something you've desired and felt was lacking in your life experience. That yeah. maternal sweetness that you um, possess in spades but that your uh your own mother did not really bring to bear for you at least right uh, you've said before you felt like by the time you came along she was pretty much done with having yeah. kids yeah um so my that's would be my guess as to why it hit you in such a startling way oh well it just shows me that even as i grow older there's still uh I know this is silly, but it, there's still amazing things awaiting. What do you mean by amazing things? There's still... I guess little feelings that you just don't think you're going to have yeah. again. Or, you know, in that, it was it was just like a round peg in a round hole. It just, <laughs> I don't know. It just, it just fit. And maybe, maybe even it was that particular moment in time. You know, maybe if I yeah. went today, it would just be like, oh, that's funny. That's or, true. Things can hit you a certain way on a certain day. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Um, if we can move on, I don't want to cut you short. Oh, I'm done. Okay. Um, you said you're going apple picking this weekend. Yeah. Merrick and Sarah uh, want to go apple picking tomorrow. Oh, so I think we're going to okay. go do that. But we'd like to go to the place where we went. When you and Anna and the children were here. Yes. Yeah. And did Merrick, Merrick is my brother um, and Sarah is his girlfriend. So they, uh, that's the crew that mom's taking apple picking. Why can't you go to that place? Well, I think we are. I think everything is depending on the weather. That's the big bugaboo for New Hampshire, you know. Anna wanted me uh, to take the family apple picking, and I said, great, let's do it. That's fun. Um, and then she sends me a link to a place that's two hours away. Uh. Um, and that was too much for me. I'm not willing to spend four hours in the car to pick some apples. And then uh, the next day, she sent me a link to a pumpkin patch that's 90 minutes away. And so I was like, all right, where is my line? When is this going to become acceptable to me? An hour and a half for a pumpkin patch was closer. 90 minutes. Yeah. Also known as an hour and a half. Um, well, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, that's a long time to, for the children to sit in yeah. their car seats. Yeah. You know, for an hour of running around. I mean, you know, it's fun, but how long can you stretch it out? Yeah, that's my sticking point. And, you know, I just remember as a kid, 
a car ride. I mean, like a 45-minute car ride just felt like forever. Anything yeah. over an hour was just inconceivable. Isn't there someplace closer? Know, that was my question, but apparently not. I think all the apple trees in Chicago have been stripped bare. <laughs> and how anyway, far so a drive is it to your, to that apple picking place? Oh, 20 minutes. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Thought it was Come here. We'll go. But listen to this. <laughs> listen to this. This is so weird. The people next door are moving. And so they're putting out all kinds of crap from their house mm. that they don't want to take to the new house. And I kept saying to daddy, come on, let's go over and look. Let's go over and look. No, no, no. And finally I said, well, I'm going over to look. And I got a Corningware casserole dish with a matching cover. So that was pretty cool. But I also got, but I also got one of those apple peeling things that's never been used. Ooh. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, probably not, because for an apple peeler, I'm picturing the thing you hold in your hand, like that you might use to peel a carrot or a potato. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Okay. What is this? This this gets stuck on a rod, and then it gets put on a machine, and then it gets put on the little, it attaches, and then you turn, you just turn a handle. I'm doing it like you can see me. Um. (laughs) You turn the handle, the and the it is a great description. And the blade goes up, 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 and all around the apple. It's like turning an apple on a lathe. Okay, okay, seems excessive. But don't you think the kids would love that? <laughs> I want them anywhere near this. This spinning bladed tool. No thanks. Well, it's not electronic. You just turn it with your hand. <laughs> don't set are you don't send me that. I don't want it. Is that what you're teeing me up for? I don't care what you want. <laughs> I think the kids would think it was hilarious. No, they're gonna cut themselves on it. Oh no, you can't cut yourself with it. Don't be ridiculous. And then and then you can make an apple pie together. The kids can can peel the apples, and then you could gift this to somebody else. Um, okay. Don't send it. All right. Well, do I have to get approval for everything that I'm going to send? For this, and approval denied. It doesn't take up very much room, and, I, and you could gift oh. it to somebody else. <laughs> You gift it to somebody else, all right? Cut out the middleman. Oh, you are such a Scrooge. You are such a Scrooge. I don't know. I don't know. I'm nervous now about other things that are in the box. Oh, don't be nervous. Okay. Yeah. But I don't, right. want this, I don't want this apple thing. You know what I got in the kitchen? One of those... Um, one of those things that you push down on the apple and yeah. it cuts it into eight slices. Yeah. I know. You it's know never as satisfying as it. Who? Me. Oh well, I was just going to complain about it. So. Oh. Uh, actually, well, you complain I love about it. everything. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is you... so great for cutting an apple. No, like the like I'm I have uh, kind of a fear of knives. I just don't. Uh, I get 
I just don't like knives. Um, and I okay. don't like to cut things in the kitchen. But I do like to have a sliced apple um, and peanut butter as a snack. Mm. You'd think this would be the perfect tool for me, but um, it leaves too much apple. Do you know what I mean? Well, you still could bite around the core. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that is what I do. But um, I guess there's no perfect apple system, except maybe the thing that you have. All that just peels it. It makes the apple worse. And then it slices it. Oh, it slices it too? I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Definitely don't send me this thing. <laughs> when I use it, I'll send you a picture of it. Okay. Yeah, that's right. And we can then we can put it online and all the listeners can see what the hell we're talking about. Well, anyway, I got it for free, so I'm pretty happy about that. What? Did you get any other crap? Uh, I got the Corningware thing and... I think I got one other thing, but I can't remember what it is. Hmm. I was pretty pleased, though, box, you know? Box of old TV guides? I, oh. I would have snapped that. Oh, that's, my God. That's I was going to say, I would to love to come across that. What? Tell me. Listen to this. Listen to this. There's going to be a uh, a yard sale <laughs> or an estate sale. Listen to me. You're going you're gonna to think this is fun. Okay. And it's going to be in... Uh, Sunapee, mm-hmm. and up, it's up, town of New Hampshire. Somebody has like dozens and dozens of board games Ooh. and dolls, and those are the only two pictures I can remember. But they have all this, you know, toys from TV shows and. I can't. Oh, I just I can't wait to go. It's next week. Ah. There's, there's like Casper the Friendly Ghost game and TV games and uh, it's just a just a weird mix of stuff from old time TV. Wow, sounds great. If only it weren't halfway across the country. For you, yeah. For me, yeah. But. Um, so I messaged her and, and said, you know, I'd love to come and take your take the games. And she said, well, she's not here during the week. So I'll have to wait till next week uh-huh. when the crowds show up. But maybe she's ha- just playing hardball. Tell her, hey, I got this apple peeler and slicer that I could give you in <laughs> trade. That might she entice probably, her. She, she probably has 10 of those that yeah. she's going to sell for $2 each. Um, but doesn't that sound pretty nifty? Yeah, it sounds great. Of course, what do I need more crap for? That's the last thing I need. Yeah, you are anti-crap. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Yeah, I couldn't have put it better. You uh, are. Um, and you thought we'd have nothing to talk about this week. I uh, know, I know, silly me. Should we move on to our review, Mom? Yes. Okay. This week, Mom and I are talking about Escapade Perfecto. Two humble citizens enter a TV studio. One of them is tasked with answering trivia questions. Every time they answer a question correctly, their teammate gets to enter a giant cage filled with prizes, small and large. The first question earns the teammate 10 seconds, the second 20 and so on. The runner can grab whatever they want, but they only get to keep what they can carry out of the cage before their time expires. 
and if any question is answered incorrectly or if the runner ever fails to get back out of the cage before the doors close, they lose and go home with nothing. The (laughs) format debuted almost a decade ago in Israel, where it was called Raid the Cage and lasted little more than a year. But for whatever reason, the game caught on in countries throughout the Americas, where it's known as Escape Perfecto, Perfect Escape. Here's a clip of the Mexican version, which I have been watching quite a bit lately. Glucosa, zumo, vinagre. Nos vamos por zumo. Guardamos los comodines. Sí. Su respuesta definitiva es zumo. Vamos por 20 segundos dentro de la jaula. La respuesta. Es perfecta. Venga, doña Marisuy, dirígeme a su nena. Ahí vamos con la primera pelota. Eso, venga, Sandy, con todo. Eso, ahí le colocó. Bueno, está bien. ¿Con qué nos vamos? Sí, agarra uno. Sí, señor, qué bárbaro. Episodes of Escapade Perfecto are available for free on the Pluto.tv website or the Pluto TV app. Navigate to channel 949 for non-stop 24-hour Escapade Perfecto action. Mom, perfecto or imperfecto? Um, I'm going to say perfecto. Oh, wow. However, you have failed to tell the listeners one key element. (laughs) Go. It's in Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) I think they could probably figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they gathered that from the clip. Oh, 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 okay. (laughs) I didn't hear the clip, so. But I've watched the show, and... For some reason, not I did understand one question, mm-hmm. and I think it was oddly enough, it was an alcohol question, which I, I'm very good at um, alcohol trivia, and I don't drink. So uh, they said, "What is the?" I think it was like, "What is the highest alcohol content in these?" things and it was you know gin and whatever and that's the only thing i've ever understood on the show other than um ariba uh my my spanish is limited to whatever speedy gonzalez said on the bugs bunny show so yeah i'm a little at sea in the whole thing but it's very entertaining nonetheless yeah, you you really don't. I mean, the questions are so. Um, now I have like high school Spanish. Um, that's pretty much it. So I can, you know, I can make out a question here or there. Um, yeah. But the questions are so like they are, they're functional. 
You know, the even the questions I can understand are really like basic trivia questions. It's not the most flavorful, flavorful writing from what I can tell, but it doesn't matter. Because you're just waiting for the host to, <laughs> to scream perfecto, and then those doors open, yes. and it's just instant mayhem. And I just have not gotten tired of it. I have... Um, it's amazing. I saw a couple the other day, um, this old married couple, and the the wife gets her first question right, 10 seconds, all right, we're off. And the guy just runs all the way to the back of the cage, picks up two TVs, and then the doors close and the game is over. And he's just standing there holding these TVs like, what happened? Like, because, you know, you lose your bearings in a TV studio and under all that pressure. And, uh, but... Yeah, sometimes people just lose lose their bearings. I don't know how else to put it. And it is funny. And you do have to concentrate because it isn't just, you don't get to just run into the room and do your collecting. You have to go in and perform a small, <laughs> uh, a small task of some kind, putting wigs on models <laughs> yeah. or... Wigs, uh, I've seen that one, yeah. Um, yes. This is anyway. the best. This is the detail that I didn't really didn't include in the intro, and which is what makes the whole thing sing. Is yeah, they can just go in and gra- all day. They can go in and grab right. prizes, come back out, and oh, this time you can only come in and out once within. So if you have like sixty seconds, you can't go in and out, keep ferrying prizes right. out of the cage. Yeah. You go in and you come out, and then you forfeit whatever time you might have left. Right. So to give people something to do, they you have to complete these like physical challenges for to for bigger prizes. So after the first question, the host says, "All right, you want to go for the fifteen thousand, uh, or for the uh, trip, or for the car, or whatever." And whatever they pick, there's some loony task that they have to do. I think my favorite one is. Um, the person had to put on a caterpillar costume and then oh, um, carry like giant playground balls across uh, from one side of the cage to the other to fill up this gigantic cloth caterpillar, like one ball at a time. Oh, Can you picture no. it? So they'd have no. to stuff yeah. the ball in and zip up yeah. that compartment. And there's like 10 balls to put in this caterpillar. And so just it's just the spectacle of it. It is very much like Beat the Clock and, you know, old yes. stunt game shows in that respect. Um, but And uh, it seems to me that you don't have much more than 10 or 15 seconds to actually accomplish your, your collecting. Well, yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, nor do you really need more than that, but... The key is don't get too involved in putting the balls in the caterpillar because you still have to get out, you know. Right. So, right. Um, it's like this. Anyway, it's it sounds so. As I describe it, I'm picturing the listener hearing this description and just thinking, "What are they? What are they talking yeah. about? This loony show." But um, I mean, it is loony, and it's not. It is that. <laughs> you know, it's not uh, the uh, brainiest show, but oh man, I think it's really funny. Well, I think if you could learn Spanish from it, that would be amazing. I mean, what a what a what a wonder that would be. But they speak very quickly. Uh, I do want to say I think the host is wonderful. <laughs> he's great. He is. He's so enthusiastic. He's just the right enthusiastic, which I think is very enthusiastic. But he's not annoying. No, he's not. He's encouraging and. Um sharp and you know he he plays up the drama but he's not 
yeah, somehow he's just not obnoxious. Right. Um, let me get his name so we can refer to him properly. Um, his name is uh, Rafael Mercadante. Um, and his co-host, the pretty lady who tells people that they <laughs> have won a blender or a hairdryer, uh, the hostess's name is uh, Adianes Hernandez. And we should say that the level of prizes uh, oh has God. has quite a range, uh, uh, and and no name brands that I recognize. So. Um, it's sort of like uh, going crazy in the dollar store or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the day I saw the, somebody collect a plastic child's table, I, I couldn't stop laughing at that. Well, and, then, and then they uh, announced the big total of the prizes, and it's uh, you, you have clued me in since then, but it's like 4,971, yeah. and I'm thinking all he got was a coffee pot and a plastic table <laughs> it's what are yeah. they talking about it's in pesos i don't know what the um, exchange rate um peso to dollar is but well everybody's um, excited about the totals no matter what they are so i, I think it's about 20 um pesos to the dollar so divide oh. that total you see on uh screen like i said i think i said to you the other day just uh, you have to move the decimal move point the, one. Yeah. yeah and that's about right um but yeah, people, the other day uh, I was watching and this person made it out. They stuck this this big present that they had in to stop the doors. The doors were closing and they stuck their present out and Ooh. just barely kept the doors open, which which counts as an escape. I didn't know you could do that. But oh. um, if they're there with their present, at least a little bit outside of the door, um, that you that counts as an escape. So they were fine. Um, with that thrill over, it was time to see what was in this box. You know, most of the yeah. prizes are just, oh, yeah. just out, but there's some <laughs> surprise boxes. And this box, like, come, it, like, comes up to this person's chest almost. It's huge. And they open it up, and it's a hairdryer. <laughs> well, the one, <laughs> the one that I saw, they pulled out a handheld blender that had the beaters stuck in it it wasn't even in a box or anything i mean it was in the secret box yeah, but yeah. itself was it was like it could have come from the kitchen it's somebody just threw it in a box yeah oh well we probably do sound like two nuts but if you watch it Watch it. You don't need to speak Spanish to watch it, I promise. You don't. Um, you really don't. I didn't believe you when you said that, but, I, you know. And, I mean, the the time, you know, the 30 seconds or whatever they have in the cage is frantic, not only because the person is running around, but because their partner um, up on the, like, top oh. stage where they answer questions is just screaming bloody murder at them the whole time. <laughs> hurry up! Hurry up! Go! Go! No! No! Go get the... Go get the prizes! Oh, vamos, vamos, vamos! Vamos, yeah. vamos! And um, the uh, the person in the cage, I don't know if they can't hear them that well or what, but <laughs> they never seem to listen. I mean, you'll have the teammate up top just screaming, get out, get out, get out, the time's running out, and yeah. they're, they're looking at TVs and yeah. phones and whatever. Oh, God. So... Oh. I would love to do it myself just to see what the specific yes, disorientation is like. Cause, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's a lot. 
I'm sure it's a lot. You have to get you have to get in a, a certain zone, uh, probably. Um, it is great fun, though. It is great fun. Have Leo and Eve seen this? They haven't seen it. No, they don't really like to watch game shows with me. They like to watch their kitty crap. Uh, <laughs> what kind of kids are they? Yeah, can you imagine? Ugh. No, that's funny. Well, anyway, I would, I would. <laughs> This show will just make you giggle, if nothing else. So. Well, I've been enjoying it. And, boy, I love this Pluto TV. I mean, oh, I've mentioned it before on the podcast because they've got the 24-hour Bob Barker Price is Right channel. they got the buzzer. they got some good game show channels. But they just have a ton of stuff on this, um, like Star Trek 24 hours, X-Files, oh. whatever. Um, is it all in Spanish? No, no, no. This is um, – so this, is, this discovery comes out of – um, one day exploring the en espanol reaches of the of the channel guide. So it'll be like, you know, entertainment, movies, sports, whatever. Um, and I scrolled all the way down. Like I said, it's channel 949. Um, yeah. It's like what, if there's a show, no matter what language it's in, that justifies a 24-hour channel, I kind of want to check it out, you know, especially a game yeah. show. I want to see what that's yeah. all about. So. Yep, uh, Pluto.tv uh, to check it out. Mom, what is your grade for Escapé Perfecto? Oh, I, I think it gets an A oh, for sure. Wow, yeah. yeah, it's it's funny. And and now that now that colleges are back in school, it could be a good drinking game too. <laughs> yeah, take a drink. Oh, the other day I saw someone just slam themselves face first into the doors. That's, oh, oh my God. Take a drink whenever someone leaves an imprint of their face on the closing doors. Mm, mm, oh, and the doors are clear too, so you can see from yes. the other side the um, when people when people <laughs> mess it up. You can gaze into the anyway. And maybe as the listeners can tell, I love the show. Um, now, Mom, if you and I were contestants on Escapé Perfecto, would you want to be the runner or the answerer? What roles would uh, we play? Well, it, I know you would like to be the runner, but it would make more sense for you to be the answer the question person. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. Well, there is one of the lifelines that the players get is to switch roles for one question, so you can... Uh, oh, I've never seen that. Yeah, people don't do it very often. Um, they more often use the other lifeline, which is to switch to a different question. Um, but, yeah, there's a switch roles lifeline where um, people can do just that for one question and they go back to normal. And how would you win the car? How would you actually win the car? You have to complete that task. So, you know, you'd have to complete the Caterpillar or finish the, like, video game. Sometimes they have people, like, dancing around playing a video game on the big screen. Whatever it is, if you complete that task, then um, it opens up, like, the key to the car somewhere on the cage. Uh, and you okay. grab that and carry that out. That said, I have not seen anyone actually win the car because it's really hard. Um, yeah. You really have to sp spread out the um, physical challenge across like three or four questions. And, yes. you know, yeah. once people get a pile of the hair dryers and waffle irons <laughs> over there on their table, they, they don't want to risk all that loot. So um, phones, phones. Here's a guy with 10 phones. What is he going to do? Oh, with those. and the blue laptop. It seems like everybody picks up that blue laptop. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there you go. 
Mom, uh, you don't have a recommendation that this week, right? I don't because we just talked to everybody on Monday and <laughs> everything I've picked up so far has been a real, real bummer. And uh, so I don't have a recommendation. So maybe this week you can send me a recommendation. Uh, I'm really into reading right now. So. Oh, OK. That's a good idea, Mom. So if you, dear listener, want to send Mom a recommendation for some, do you want something light or something substantial that you can sink your teeth into, do you think? Oh, I'll read anything. Anything. Any book recommendation you want to send along to mom, send it to popmom at ological.net. I'll make sure she sees it. Uh, well, without a recommendation this week, I think that'll do it for this edition of Pop Mom. Mom and I will be back next week to talk about more pop culture. Uh, but what are we going to talk about? Definitely something interesting. Oh, you can be assured of that. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends. And we love to get email. Like I just told you, it's popmomatological.net. Talk to us about anything. We love you. Mom and I will talk to you again next week. Bye for now, Mom. Bye, Johnny. I love you. Love you too. Mm-hmm.